creates this time. It's not just a call. It's a warning. To them. Fear. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. Welcome back. It's the Zero to 100 Podcast. I am your host, William Walker Jr. And it's finally here. Uh, my family and myself's review of The Batman. Uh, in fact, I actually <laughs> recorded this last... Uh, uh, actually, a, a couple of weeks ago when I had the same uh, conversation about the Will Smith Oscar slap. I didn't want to make a two-hour episode, so I figured let's break it up. And here it is. It's the Batman. I'm joined by my sister Kenya, my brothers Corey and Ricky, and we give our thoughts on the three-hour epic, The Batman. Um, there's so much I can say about this movie. I'm not going to go into all the details because otherwise you wouldn't stick around for the review. But I've been meaning to get this out you know, long ago, especially since the movie came out in March. And in fact, it's about to premiere on uh, HBO Max later this month. But there's so much to talk about. The movie, like I said, it was three hours long. And even that in and of itself was like a little intimidating going into it. Like, I was like, three hours? Oh, this ain't like, you know, Avengers Endgame, that movie being three hours made sense to me. Because I'm like, it's the culmination of like 22 films and a whole decade's 
worth of, you know, saga and it's just like I, I got it. Like I, I could understand that movie being three hours long. So, but as Ricky would say, you know, y'all coming out the the, the gates with a three hour Batman movie that's rebooting it, especially when you already had like a recent Batman and Ben Affleck, who I didn't hate. I actually like Ben Affleck's Batman. I hated Zack Snyder's Justice League, but that wasn't Ben Affleck's fault. Like, uh, I actually thought his Batman was pretty cool. It's just that Batman vs. Superman was hot flaming garbage, and Justice League wasn't much better, and Justice League, the Snyder cut, was even worse. So, <laughs> so uh, let's just say the expectations initially for the Batman weren't super high, even though I did enjoy the trailers, but... Um, so, in this episode, you're going to have a review of the Batman. I am going to have a, a mini break in the middle to talk a little Cowboys, um, especially with the draft coming up, and it's going to be super Cowboy-centric once the draft gets closer. But this episode, it's all about the Batman. Let's go! ...to what was supposed to be the main topic. Chris, did you do, did you do what I told you to do when I Sir, called you? I have I have not, but I have the reason for why I didn't. Ridiculous. I've been busy. My mom moved down here, and so I've been helping her. Oh, okay. Move, and then and then three day three or four days later, I'm not one of those. <laughs> all right, so let's get into it. We saw all of us except for Christina saw mm-hmm. the Batman, or as I was calling it before, the Batman. And <laughs> let me get your letter grades, Ricky. Letter grade, bro. A plus, a my guy. <laughs> That's right. Was top notch, superior. I'm just gonna say. Also, I went back and watched the Joker again. Totally unrelated. A plus. <laughs> Both movies, A plus. That's the it. The Joker. The Joker. I didn't see F. that. I thoroughly enjoyed the Joker. F. You, I did. F. You know your F. brother did not like F. that movie. <laughs> what you give? You give it a. I think you give it a D, and then you change it to C. I, I gave it a. I think I. I think initially I have to go back and look at my review. <laughs> I think initially I might have gave it a, a C, and then I gave it a D, and then the more I thought about it. I lowered it to a full-on F. Oh, no, nah, you got to go back and watch it. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get us off subject, but either way, Batman, A-plus movie. Top notch. <laughs> what did Javaya say? Did she say it was bad? No, 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 no. It gets an A-plus from all of us. A-plus. What's your letter grade? Um, I'll give it an A. I'm not giving it an A+. Plus. Um, it doesn't get the plus because it was three hours long. And the reason why it gets the A is because... I sat through it. I didn't necessarily fall asleep. I didn't have to watch any, go through any credits to see something that happened at the end. And I liked the mystery of it. It was a good Batman movie. Corey. I didn't hate it. <laughs> I gave it an A. Okay. No A plus, just the A? No, just the A. Yeah. I give it an A plus. It wow. was... For That's me, good. it was good. the best Batman movie I've seen. Like absolutely, hundred percent. Not counting the animated movies, I I feel like it was the best Batman I seen. And rem- like initially, what happened was Ricky called me 
before I went to go see it, and I was I'm like, sorry, I just couldn't hold it in I anymore. I just had to talk to somebody. And he just was flat out talking about it's a masterpiece, it's buried in the dark night. And I was like, what? And so yeah. when I saw it, like, I will say this. So Kenya, you had issue with the three-hour runtime. Corey, did you have issue with the three-hour runtime? Mm, no, not not in the theater or whatever. I mean, there were some moments that dragged, and the more I reflect on like the end, um, I ain't like the end. I'm, I'm gonna just say that. Like, it, I, I won't get into specifics yet unless we we getting into specific. But the three hour runtime didn't bother me, but they definitely could have uh, ended it without. <laughs> the nonsense in Madison Square Garden or whatever. I know it's called Gossip Square, but whatever. Like that that whole, all of that, um, I, I could nitpick it to death. But uh, so I'll just say that that's why it's an A and not an A plus. Um, because like it went on too long and the end of it was uh, not satisfactory for me. Okay. For me, I think I'm an old lady. And so, cause I think I'm going to be 50 this year. <laughs> Somebody could do the math. I think I'm gonna. Yeah, you'll be fifty. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna. I'm. I'm so. I can't sit through long movies, and that's why Billy is gonna holler at me. But the the that uh that end game and the one after that, the before, Shut your mouth. was like Shut your mouth. it could have all been Shut combined into one. Shut your movie. mouth. Shut your mouth. You could long. Do- you know, it, it, I, I said a, yeah. The runtime didn't bother me because it didn't feel like three hours. But if it, if you know that the, the I feel like they could have ended it uh, when he caught the Riddler, and and that would have been like good enough for me. Were you bothered by the runtime? Uh, I going into the movie, I thought it was disrespectful on so many levels that they thought that someone was going to go in there and sit through a three-hour movie on his first shot, especially a Batman or DC movie that didn't look like it had a lot of action in the previews. And I was prepared to be highly upset, highly agitated. But by the end of it, I didn't want the movie to end. The three hours did not bother me. I would sit through nine hours of that movie. If You're I not your mind. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll say this. Or ex- let me ask you real quick, Chris. Does the three-hour runtime intimidate you? Do you feel like... Oh, no. You're talking to someone who watches... The Lord of the Rings, all three movies, okay. like it ain't nothing. Girl, so one time I'm about to call no, you run- after this is over. One <laughs> <laughs> uh, time does not scare me. Okay, all right. So if the I'll, movie's I'll, good, the movie's good. I'll say this: like it's funny. The first time I seen it twice, the first time I saw it, the three hours didn't bother me at all. In fact, it was like it flew by. And it was almost like when I initially, I only checked my watch once and it was only because, it wasn't because I was bored. It was just kind of because where the story was, I was like, wait a minute. And then I said, there's a whole nother hour left on this. It's already been so much in here. And so I like, that's where I was like, that's the only time I really checked it. And I, I, it didn't bother me at all. It flew by. I didn't feel the three hours. It was just like, I, if you hadn't told me it was three hours, I wouldn't have known. The second time I saw it, I I was feeling it a little bit. And I was like, 
you could, I was like, okay, yeah, y'all can shave a good. I was like, there's 30 minutes in here that y'all can cut off. If I can pick the 30 <laughs> for you, but there is 30 minutes I can shave off of this thing. Um, it was and, a whole movie I could have shaved off of that at Endgame. You know, shut your mouth. I'll tell you right now, you better <laughs> ask him for it. I'm just saying. We just, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm just saying. Look, <laughs> but I will say it was, I mean, I was so entertained by it. And I want to say, I'm going to give mine and then I want to get your moments. There's moments, there was a moment that it grabbed me. And I was like, this is the moment where I was like, oh, I'm in for a treat. And this is the moment, it grabbed me. And now it's got its hooks in me and I'm there. And I'm going to tell you, for me, it was the very, it was like after the initial murder, and then when you're introducing Batman and he came over with his voiceover on Halloween night and he was talking and they like the bat signal was shining in the sky. That was the moment that grabbed me because I was loving his voiceover and you saw like it was some guy sticking up a convenience store and then some people is vandalizing a, a building and then there's these dudes, this gang that's on the subway and it was like he was talking about, he's like, I can't be everywhere at once. And he's like, but he was talking about the signal. He was like, it's not a call. It's a warning. And then you see like the criminals looking at it very similar to me, you know, like Batman the animated series where they see the bat signal shining in the sky. And it was like the, the look of fear and the sense of fear on the criminals' faces, like looking in the shadows, like, oh, oh ish, is the Batman there? Like, it was like, that's what I was like, it's got me! It's got me right now! <laughs> 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 I, I will say, like, yeah, the, the beginning, I, I love the theme music, and then them just staring in the shadows, and they're just like, oh, it's Batman in there? And then when he actually came out, uh, with the subway, well, you you heard him walking first, and I really like the theme or whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know who did it or what yeah. it's called, but yeah. but yeah, like that. You know, I mean, you hear him just hear his footsteps and the music playing and stuff. Yeah, that that was good. So uh, go ahead, Rick. Uh, I, I'm I'm gonna be honest. So I I th like. The scene with the Riddler right in the beginning when he kills the mayor or whatever, I'm like, okay, okay, this is interesting. That scene that you just described, I was like, nah, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Because I still in my, nah, I don't think I'm going to like this movie phase. But my guy, the mother effing car chase scene. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> I've never pirated a movie before, but the second time I went to go see that movie, I pirated that scene. That scene is effing <laughs> Phenomenal. I'll agree with you because they had the music in that joint too. So yeah, that that was uh I guess like you know what I, I might make that my ringtone now. I do love that music. But if you got that scene, send it to me. I'd like to see it. It wasn't Again. for me, it wasn't one scene, it was the overall mystery of it. That's what I really enjoyed about it. Mm -hmm. I think our family enjoys a good mystery. Yeah, and I like yeah. that I had to figure like it was a whodunit. Mm -hmm. I loved that. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. I, well, you I, know, I'll say that's that's a little piece of what knocked it down for me. Uh I, I saw the long Halloween part one. I haven't finished part two yet. 
But that's what I don't get about y'all because y'all hated the long Halloween because Terrible. it seemed like Batman was not a good detective. He was kind of lacking in this he, the Batman. Like I, I'll you know say I mean? this. I do feel like he was lacking a little bit in terms of his detective skill, but he was also solving the riddles. Yeah. Throughout. Yeah. So that is like where the problem I had with the long Halloween, where it was like he wasn't even really solving the like he wasn't even really saying yeah, no what the f was happening yes it was like if they had hired me to be batman like, yes. <laughs> it was like he was really bad where like this batman i enjoyed like I, I was just enjoying him solving the riddles and him following the clues and, mm. and, and, and like in terms of the overall story i think what worked so well for this movie to me was if you had took Batman out of it, like let's say you take Batman out of it and you take the serial killer and it wasn't the real, but it was just a serial killer, you would have like a movie like Seven yeah. Yeah. or like yeah. Silence of the Lambs and it just, this just so happens to have Batman in it. And that's what yeah. made it so compelling to me. Really? Yeah, it was yeah. it was that good. Like that was- what Yeah, I, 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 yeah like uh, it, it, it's interesting. I think the best superhero movies are movies that are, would fit in some other genre. Like if you took the costumes out, like Captain America, Winter Soldier. Mm, yeah. you know I mean, like those, those are the best ones where you like, it, it's this, the superhero stuff is kind of just ancillary to yes. the main story and all of that. Yep. So yeah, I, I'll definitely give it credit for that. So, I like, I think somebody else discussed this with me, but I like that Batman was actually Batman in the movie. And it was mostly Batman and that he wasn't Bruce Wayne all the time. And he wasn't even like this billionaire playboy Bruce Wayne. He was realistic as the Batman to me. That that was, yeah, that was the other element of it that I greatly enjoyed. Because like when you're reading a comic, you mostly see the character in costume and he's that character. And it was like, like that was like one of the criticisms. It was one guy, like most people liked the movie, but there were a few people that were like, oh, this was not good. And I didn't like it. And one of the criticisms was, it's like, oh, he, that guy was a decent Batman, but he was a terrible Bruce Wayne. I didn't go see Bruce Wayne. I yeah, went to yeah. go see the Batman. That's it wasn't why, called Bruce Wayne. It was exactly. the Batman. It was called <laughs> the Batman. And that's it was what, called the Batman. <laughs> yes. So it was like, so it's like if you're showing me a movie and it's about Batman, give me Batman. It's like it's the problem I have with Iron Man 3. I ain't go to see Tony Stark and MacGyver. I went to see Iron Man. And the majority of the movie, this nigga running around like MacGyver and Tony Stark. And I don't care about that. I wanted to see Iron Man. That's what I went to go see. I went to go see the Batman, and he was the Batman. And that's that was dope. Um, let me get into or let's get into some of the acting because, like, me and Ricky kind of different. I so Robert Pattinson, Robert Pattinson was like that good because I, I've seen him like mostly like Twilight, he was horrendous, but that movie was also horrendous too. So he really, he really was that. He really yes, was good. Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Those stupid Twilight movies. I should have warned you about that. Uh, but yeah, I thought Robert Pattinson was an excellent Batman. I enjoyed yeah. his Batman. 
he was he was terrible in those Twilight movies. He came along. He was not. He came a long way. Them Twilight movies was hot flaming garbage. Endgame was soft. It could have been just Whatever. one movie. They was better than the garbage Twilights. But I thought Robert Pattinson was excellent as Cat. Uh, excellent as Catwoman. Batman. I thought Robert Pattinson was excellent as Batman. I loved Zoe Kravitz Catwoman. Yep. Absolutely fantastic as Catwoman. I thought yep. uh, what's his name? Um, Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was phenomenal. Uh, the dude. Oh, they had a black commissioner Gordon. Okay. Yes, excellent. Yeah. The dude that played uh, uh John Totoro, that played Falcone, great. Mm-hmm. The Riddler, yeah. great. Colin Who played Harrell, the Riddler? Uh, uh, Paul Dano. Uh, his name was Paul Dano. Played the Riddler. He was good. Uh, Colin Farrell, who was completely unrecognizable. Like if I didn't yeah. tell you it was Colin Farrell, you wouldn't have known. He was great as the penguin, just top-notch acting throughout the movie. Yep. Wow. This is only in the movie theater, right? Like it's not on streaming where I can it, it'll be on the house. I think it's like April 15th or April 16th yeah. on HBO Max. I got yeah, HBO Max. Yeah. So what 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 did you think of the acting, Rick? Uh so I, I agree. I agree. If I had to put them in tears. I'm going to be honest, uh, Robert Pattinson is is like the last one out of all the people. The only person that Robert Pattinson is above right now is uh, the nigga that was playing Alfred and the maid. Yeah. That's it. Uh, um, everybody else like, to me was about who, it. Yeah, who, who, who was Alfred? Andy Serkis. The, That's um, the part really? that bothers me, though, because yeah. he has so much potential, and I imagine yeah. we'll probably see it better in future movies. Because he, he did That's nothing for me, they could have got the old dude from the first Batman movies if he's still alive. And he died. He passed. Well, well they could have got played, the second yeah. one then. <laughs> no, uh, so I figured he was dead because he was old back then. Was Michael Caine? Yeah, Michael Caine is still alive. Michael Caine, yeah. he was. I but, think he was pretty good. But no, not not to take away from other people though. Like Jeffrey Wright to me was was phenomenal. John Turturro, good. Zoe Kravitz, phenomenal. It was like one of the first times I did not hate Catwoman. Um, <laughs> Colin Farrell, <laughs> phenomenal. Just everyone was great. And Robert Pattinson, as much as I hate it, I gotta admit he was pretty good. He did what he needed to do. He didn't take anything off the table, so I'm okay with that. Like he got the voice right. He he went completely anti Christian Bale because yes. Christian Bale just I can't even watch any of the other movies with Batman. Mm. I, I, he's just so bad. Am I? And so vastly overrated as Batman. So, <laughs> I think I gotta yeah, go back and watch these Batman movies because I don't remember any of them. I I uh. Yeah, you you spot on with the Batman voice. His Batman voice was good because Christian Bale's. I, I keep going back to that scene between him and the Joker. And did he have a British accent or no? He he, well, Christian accent. Bale is British, but his yeah his his uh his his Batman voice he was just yelling. Yeah, he he was just deep in it. But I'm talking about Robert. Did he keep like an English? No, he had oh, an no, no, American no. accent. No, yeah, he had an American yeah. accent. Okay, yeah. Yeah, no, it was, but the yeah, Christian Bell's is over the top. Corey acting. Yeah, I, I agree with y'all. Like the acting was um, top notch. 
um, it, it's interesting that like they're doing, they're going to do a Penguin series, but like I would be more interested in a Zoe Kravitz Catwoman series mm-hmm. if they was going to you know spin off a character or or even if they made a movie of her in Bloodhaven or whatever. Like I would go see that. Um, so like, yeah, I guess Zoe Kravitz was probably my favorite performance in the movie. But yeah, every everybody was good, you know what I mean? Like there wasn't anybody who I was just like, oh good God. But um it, you know what? Paul Dano was a little too creepy for me. I, I ain't like that. <laughs> like or you know what? The parts when it was just like you heard him breathing. I ain't like that. But it was yeah, his initial <laughs> it was a little too creepy for me. The initial kill, yeah, the initial kill when he killed the mayor and then he was like mm-hmm. Like yeah, it was it was very yeah, it was a little creepy. Yeah, but no, I, I think everybody was good. Yeah, yeah. Kenya acting, it was good. I don't know any of the people's real names like you guys, except for Robert Pattinson. Oh, I do know Zoe Kravitz, but y'all know a whole bunch of people. So mm-hmm. I feel like everybody was good. Um, Survivor Endgame was terrible though. You know what? I'm good. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, I Harry, can't even remember the name of the movie. That's how bad it was. Whatever. The move, your movies, the Twilight movies, garbage. Harry Potter's garbage. That's all. I'm Look, say. Hey, 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 don't be putting Harry Potter in the mix in here, okay? He got nothing to do with this. Okay? I, I forgot. I forgot. Kenya is not a Harry Potter person. That's Chris. My bad. <laughs> the disrespect. No. Um, I- I'm sorry. I accidentally kicked myself out, but no, I agree 100% with what Corey said. I hadn't even thought about that, but if they did do like a Zoe Kravitz Catwoman movie, i watch it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was, or not even a movie, like a TV show you, or spinoff or whatever. Uh, yeah. You dropped off, so you didn't hear when Corey said he felt like the Riddler was a little too creepy. What, what, did you feel too creeped out by the Riddler? No, I, I thoroughly, you don't even understand how much I enjoyed it. Like, the whole, like, this dude, like, like how they made it, like, is in 2022 or 2021, whatever you want to call it. And he's basically live streaming, probably on the dark web somewhere, you know, mm-hmm. and got his people, like, you know, that's following him. And, like, it's like, hey, guys, so it's probably going to be my last video. <laughs> like, just, just all of it. Like, he was helping nuts. I just loved it. I just loved it. You don't even understand. I was okay with his Riddler. It looked weird but i was okay with it you got to be weird to do that stuff for whatever that he was doing the breathing mm. didn't bother you no breathing didn't bother me because he had that mask on you try and breathe in one of those things <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into some of i guess i would say um favorite scenes per se we won't we, you know because chris i'm a lightly spoil it but i know you said you're still watching yeah i'll probably spoil it completely i'm i don't even care can i go first i've 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 had people tell me like oh go ahead kenya so i think there was a scene where um batman i don't know if he was he hit his head while on a high speed chase or something am i remembering the police department yeah Mm -hmm. um that gave me a little bit of a headache. Um, but I will say that I do want somebody to get me a grappling hook for Christmas. I've already Googled them online and they don't cost that much. 
So if somebody <laughs> wants to get me a grappling hook, I am interested in climbing up the sides of buildings. Do you want the kind that you're you're just talking about regular grappling hooks though? It doesn't shoot out of a gun. If it shot out of a gun, that would be even better. <laughs> what are you trying to do? That's fine. I can get you the one that doesn't shoot out of the gun. I want one that shoots out of a gun. <laughs> oh my God, you guys. <laughs> I can't with y'all. We I have just problems. Can't. And Billy has a major problem if he thinks Infinity Wars and you know what? First Oh God, here we go. You <laughs> stop the slander. I, I will kick you off of this joint. You're going to stop with the, the Infinity War in game slander. you going to stop. Could have been one movie. No. You, you had to get the whole scope. Uh, Corey, favorite scenes or. Uh... You know, I, I, as we were talking about it, I was like, you know, the intro I really love. But I, but I guess if, if I had to pick a favorite scene, it would probably be. The car chase, or, or, or starting with the introduction of the Batmobile, because like when they, they it, it was all dark and stuff, and then you know you just see the fire up like the hood, and then the fire from the back, and uh, like the the particulars of the car chase, I guess wasn't all that it, it it wasn't anything I guess revolutionary, but like from beginning to end, everything together. Uh, the penguin thinking he got away, and then you know Batman flipping him, and and then him playing the theme and him walking up slow. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I would say that the car chase um, is my favorite scene. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, Rick. Yeah, yeah, car chase scene, hands down. I I was thinking maybe I'll say something else, but I can't because the car chase scene is the scene that won me over, and it was just it was incredible with the music. And the rain, and I was just like, "Yo, if these, if they don't slow down, like you're going too fast." But like, I felt like I was there. I was like, "Oh my god, he's gonna run into the back of the joint!" Like the seat, just the way that they did it was really good, and the music was just the the score for this movie was top notch, along with the cinematography. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree with the the score. <clears throat> and um, yeah, my favorite scene for sure is the beginning, the car chase. I know Corey, you said you had issues with the uh, like the Gotham Square or slash Madison Square Garden scene. Mm -hmm. I love that scene. I did too. I bang with it. Like I just, to me, I love seeing Batman fight multiple people at once. Um, like that's that's where I think. Um, I love seeing multiple people fight at once, and that's the part that that gets me the the most fired up. And so him going through there, and then like even setting off the extinguisher to create the smoke, and then he's leaping through smoke like a ninja and stuff. Yeah, that was just dope to me. Was there any issues that you had with some of the action? Because I'll admit, when I first saw the first trailer for it, and I saw how bulletproof his suit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like taking full on machine gun fire. Uh, good night, Kenya. Thanks for participating. But when he took, when he took the full on machine gun fire, I was having issues with that. But overall, I was like, okay, it didn't bother me that much. But the funeral scene, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was one of the only things I had a major... Completely inexcusable. I don't understand what they were doing. I don't know why. It was so... It, it's such an easy fix. 
at least back him up a foot, yes. at least a foot. And what we're at, talking at a minimum about is there's a victim of the Riddler who comes into this funeral and he has a bomb attached to his neck and Batman is trying to help him defuse it. And the guy is like not willing to do what Batman wants him to do. And so you see the clock ticking down on the bomb. So it's not like it caught Batman by surprise. You see it about to hit one. You know it's going to blow up. And he was standing. It wasn't even like he was standing a couple of feet away Bro, from Bro, he the got, he was he like was, reading the serial numbers on that thing. Yeah. yeah. He, was, <laughs> he was right in the guy's face. The bomb goes off and it knocks Batman back. And the only thing it seems to happen is that it knocks him unconscious. And I'm like, what are we doing here? That yeah. Thing, yeah, like that was bad. But the thing that was worse to me was so the cops take him or whatever, and they wait until he wakes up to try to take his mask off. Like he's been unconscious however long it took you to get him from the scene to the police yeah. station. And y'all wait until he wakes up to be like, oh, let's take his mask off now. And so then, you know, obviously he fights him off or whatever. And, and, and it was cool, but it was just like, like, either have them take his mask off or don't. But don't have it be like, you know, oh, he's laying there. What should we do? Like, Or have it be like with Christian Bale, where you try to take it off and you get shot. Like, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, that's, I guess, the stupid movie stuff or whatever, him taking a bomb to the face and then them waiting until he wakes up when they could have just snatched it off while he was knocked out. Yeah, that was my that was my only issue. Did you did any of you guys have an issue with the escape from the police station? Because I I mean I love the scene, but like, did you uh, have a problem with the, his? The, the only issue I had with that, and it's very minor, was when he hit that subway uh, rail track, and I'm like, bro, you hit that at a pretty high speed. You might have yeah. a broken back, like. He just got up. Was like, that, okay. That, that was some uh, some Black Widow uh, uh, imperviousness or whatever. Like you just bang off whatever. You just walking off. Like it was. So that's the first part of our review of the Batman. Uh, needless to say, we have been extremely pleased with it thus far. Uh, so I just wanted to take a brief moment to pause here, talk a little Cowboys. So the draft is coming up April 28th, and the Cowboys have started their 30 day, uh, 30 visits, uh, draft prospects. Uh, like they, each team gets 30 uh, draft prospects that come um, to visit their facility, they interview them and put them through uh, training and stuff like that, and see who they want to get. Uh, why this is important? Because typically the Cowboys draft someone from their 30 uh, player visit. Um, I think the only one in the last, man, I want to say like the last decade or whatever, um, or the last player that, that I know that they drafted that they didn't have a 30 visit with was uh, Morris Claiborne, the cornerback from LSU. And that uh, did not <laughs> work out. That was disastrous. So just wanted to highlight a few of the um, potential draft candidates for the Cowboys picking 24. Um, I'll go with some of the tight ends. Uh, actually, no, I'm sorry. I'll go with some of the players that I think could possibly be there at 24. So there's Traylon Burks, the wide receiver from Arkansas. 
Um, Jordan Davis, the defensive tackle from Georgia, probably won't be there at 24, but they, you know, he could. I see some mock drafts where he's there, some he's not. Um, also, Kenyon Green, the offensive lineman from Texas A&M, more than likely possibly will be there. Zion Johnson, the offensive guard from Boston College. Uh, Devin Lloyd, linebacker from Utah. I've seen so many fluctuations with him. Some I see he's nowhere near going to be there. Some I see he's there. Um, let's see, Chris Olave, the wide receiver from Ohio State. Uh, Drake London probably definitely won't be there. In fact, a lot of people have him as the number one wide receiver, but hey, who knows? Um, Bernard Raymond, offensive tackle from Central Michigan, definitely probably going to be there. I don't necessarily know if that's who the Cowboys are going to pick or not. Um, and let's see. Uh, there's, there's a couple others, but most of these other people I don't think are going to be the pick of 24. So uh, what I'll do is going forward up until the draft is, is try to highlight some of these players because I've never done mock drafts. <laughs> like there's a mock draft generator that you can do through Pro Football Focus. That's pretty cool. And uh, this is the first year where I've done like a ton of mock drafts trying to figure out who's going to possibly be there. For the Cowboys. I've been pretty happy with it. Uh, one of the common things that I've noticed that I actually probably wouldn't be upset is if the Cowboys actually trade back a little bit just because of all the potential um, players they could get to fill roles. Like, my main thing is I'm, I'm not happy with the fact that they let Cooper go. I don't quite understand how they couldn't make it work. Uh, I feel like if they wanted to keep Cooper, they could have. He probably would have restructured his deal very similar to what Demarcus Lawrence did because uh, I don't think Cooper wanted to go anywhere else. I think he wanted to play for Dallas. I just think for whatever the reason, the front office uh, did not like Amari Cooper. And that's the only thing I can flat out come out and say. But for them to feel like they were paying him too much and it wasn't worth what they were paying – it just boggles my mind why the front office thinks the way they do in terms of, of player salaries when it's always going to go up. And you look at what Devontae Adams is, uh, or got from the Raiders and what uh, Tyreek Hill got from the Dolphins and Stephon Diggs got from the Bills, and then you look at what Amari Cooper would have been paid and it's like, oh, okay, it's not that bad. Like, he wouldn't have been – he, he would have been like in that second tier – a wide receivers like he still would have been a, a paid as a top flight wide receiver but here's the thing I still think Amari Cooper is a top flight wide receiver so um I don't know if some of the receivers that I really want the Cowboys to get will be there like uh, for example Jamison Williams from Alabama I don't think he's he could be there because of the injury but I don't know uh Chris Olave is very intriguing to me just because of how fast he is I like Traylon Burks from Arkansas, but his 40 times were not great. But you don't – it's hard to judge a player's speed off of a 40 time because that's not playing speed. So, you know, we'll see. But I, I feel like I'm leaning more in the camp that I would prefer the Cowboys to get the wide receiver in the first round. Um, if, like – all the receivers are going, then I would actually, I actually would love if they took George's N'Kobe Dean because I think pairing him with Michael Parsons would be awesome. So, if I mean, 
there's been a debate between the Kobe Dean and Devin Lloyd, the linebacker from Utah, and I'm I like the Kobe Dean just because he played for that big college and he did it on a big stage. But we'll see. So uh, I'll have more Cowboys talks in the upcoming episodes, but let's get right back into the closing of the Batman review. This is the Zero to One Hundred podcast. I meant you know I'm mad. I, I should have brought this part up before Kenya got off because so you know it's a three-hour movie they did it to cut some stuff and then like or let me get your thoughts on this what did you guys think of the one scene between like it was a towards the end of the movie where uh the Riddler's in custody and then he's all upset because Batman and foiled his plans and he's having a discussion with another inmate that you know they're not showing the guy's face but you easily quickly deduce that it was um, him talking to the Joker. And in fact, the guy that's playing the Joker was uh, the dude, one of the guys from the Eternals movie. Um, I think his name is Barry Keoghan or Keoghan. I don't know. Yeah. And um, so it's like he was talking to the Joker and that was like the Joker was like, you can see he's building this relationship or friendship with the Riddler. What did you think of that scene? <clears throat> Guys, I'm going to drop off. All right, see oh, you okay. All right. See y'all. All right. Um, so that that scene, uh, I, I, I appreciated it, I guess. Uh, like, oh, okay, you know, they're building a Arkham. You know what I'm saying? People don't die in this world. People actually go to Arkham. Um, I don't want to say it got me like really hyped or anything for anything in the future. Like looking through the little shadowy figure that they showed for the Joker, I was kind of like, he looked a little weird. Like they're doing a little too much, but I'm gonna live with it. So that that was my reaction in that moment. That was that was what I thought about it. Corey, I just thought it was unnecessary and shoehorned in, and maybe. I would have been a little more accepting of it if it had been like a, 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 a stinger in the credits. Um, but no, nah, I, 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 nah, I was just like, just, it's unnecessary and, and kind of stupid. Especially because like, I mean, even like whatever the dialogue that was happening between them, I didn't really understand or, you know, rock mm-hmm. with it like that. So no, nah, I thought it was stupid. So after the reason I brought it up is because now that the movie's been out for a while, they did release a deleted scene, which they wanted to include, but they decided to cut it where Batman went to the Joker. And it was very like a la Hannibal Lecter like uh, where he was, you know, trying to get some insight into the killer. I think it was a play on in the long Halloween where Batman went to the calendar man uh, to try to figure out who the holiday killer was. Um, so you get your first glimpse of this version of the Joker and I, I didn't have any issue with the voice. I actually thought the voice was good. I liked the laugh, but I hated the look. I had major, major problems with how this character looked. And I was like, and I know other people on Twitter was like, when I was making comment about it, it was like, Oh, well, he fell into an acid bath. What do you think he looked like? And, you know, because he had like missing patches of hair and his skin was clearly burned, like he was suffering from chemical burns. Or, and I get it, yes. But here's like, this is my thing. This is my problem when I feel like everybody was like, 
this is based in reality and we're steeping this in realism and it's a superhero movie, man. Not everything got to be, like, I understand if you want to go from a physical standpoint, yes, you want to put some realism, like, with his gadgets. Because the Batman's gadgets were very cool and very practical yeah. from a real yeah. standpoint. And that was mm-hmm. another good element of it. But that Joker looked terrible. Like, the yeah. the, the burnt-up fingertips and bloody-looking fingertips. And his, his he didn't even look like he had a real smile it just looked like he had a deformed face, and it just I didn't like it. Didn't like you it. know, uh, I I get it, but it's like, bro, if he really was in some acid, he probably would be dead right now. So exactly. let's not go that far. Let's slow down a little bit, and uh, let's just make him yeah, look a little crazy. Like, but let, let's not make him look absolutely wild. Yeah, because because I'm just like, if it scarred him up like that, it would have burned his eyeballs out, or you know what I mean, like. He would have inhaled some acid exactly. and lungs are done. He's dead. Yeah, like so. <laughs> so I'm just like, I don't, I don't need it to be, you know, super crazy or whatever. Like, I'm like Spider Man, so supposedly get his thing from a radioactive spider. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you don't have to be walking around here with eight eyes. <laughs> yeah, like, like that stuff doesn't happen. So, so yeah, I don't need a grotesque Joker. Like, he's he's not grotesque. In any other iteration or whatever, yes. so um, yeah, it, it just don't make no sense. Like the Heath, like if you want, I, I guess they like we got to differentiate him from Heath Ledger. We can't just have him have like a scarred mouth. But I'm just like, just make him, you know, more like uh, the, the more like um, you know, the, the, Batman, the Joker. Well, n- not even Jared Leto. I was just say like Joker from the animated joint or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, or even like the Joker from the Joker movie. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, um, but yeah, no, yeah. <clears throat> I, I thought they made him. I thought he was too much like uh, Heath Ledger, like mm-hmm. with the extra prosthetics mm-hmm. and stuff yeah. like that. And I, that's what I didn't like. Is like I kind of wanted them to. They did take a totally different path, but I think they just went too far. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I agree. I just like that that was that was my thing for sure. So are you guys uh looking forward to um are you looking forward to sequels? Are you like excited to see where it goes from there? Yes. Um yeah, looking forward to it. I just I just don't know how they're gonna top it though. It's like you literally and and I think they only did so well, kind of like what Kenya was saying, was that they made it such a mystery. So it's like, that's the only thing that kept me, like, hooked. I know they're not going to do cheesy stuff like Batman and Robin or nothing or, mm-hmm. you know, Batman Forever. But it's just like, I just don't know how you're going to top this. Like, you came out and dropped 50 in your first game. <laughs> you, What are you going to do next? Like, mm-hmm. You just got to hit game-winning buckets, like, back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. Like, I just don't know if you can do it. Yep. Yep. Well, I think they I... can do it, because, like, they got a wealth of uh, Batman stories, like, um, or, or my thought, I guess, like, they, they would have to do No Man's Land, or they could pull from No Man's Land with the, um, you know, with him flooding the city and all of that, and them having to, like, yeah. rebuild Gotham or, or whatever, and then, you know, 
the different criminal empires rising up. So yeah, let's... That, that was something I read was they were saying they could do, you know, take parts of that. And then the mm-hmm. other one was the the owls council or whatever the F you call the them. Quarter I don't remember. Owls. The quarter yeah, the quarter yeah. owls. So yeah, I, I feel like those are two good ones that you could easily transition mm-hmm. into the next movie with, like seamlessly almost. I do want to get into that that closing scene, Corey, because like you said, you had an issue with it. I actually pretty I, I enjoyed the closing scene because that you know in fact like that last part like I get it in fact because when bef- just before they caught the Riddler, I I was like when you know it reveals um you know that the the mystery behind it where Falcone was this informant that used um. Bruce Wayne's dad's uh, like charity fund to pretty much take over the city. And he was behind the police and behind the mayor and behind the DA. And he gets killed by the Riddler and it's revealed the Riddler's plan. I remember that's the first time I looked at my watch because I was like, oh man, this movie was good. And I was like, but I was like, I don't know if I put it on the same level is the Dark Knight. Like, I, I was like, I don't think it's better than the Dark Knight. I put it on the same level as the Dark Knight. But then when you, I see, oh, so there's a whole hour left. What, what else is there to do? And then he confronts the Riddler in Arkham, and then he realizes that there's more to his plan, and then he, it's revealed that the Riddler has this army, and he's setting up this thing where he's going to flood Gotham and then herd everybody into the, the uh, Madison Garden or the Gotham Garden Square where the mayor just got elected. He's going to kill everybody. That, to me, pushed it over the top because I loved how Batman got to the place and he blows up the, the, the skylight and drops in and then just starts beating dudes up. Like, that yeah. took it over the top for me. So, what, like, what was I, your I, thought, I like, I, yeah, I like his intro, like him busting in, but then it was like, he just, you, you know what I mean? Like, he just uh, take his shotgun blast and, and then, his, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, getting beat up and stuff and he had to get saved by Catwoman. It's just like, if you had this adrenaline thing, why you didn't take it earlier? And then him, like, I, I guess I, I get it. They're like, oh, he turns from being vengeance to being, like, a hero for the people. But him, like, dropping down into the uh, the water from above and then leading people to an area of more water with a flare. Like, it's just like, what What was it? Like, that, you know, I mean, the mechanics of it, it just didn't make sense. Like, you know, him be like, oh, let me sacrifice myself and drop into this water with the, you know, electrical wires running loose. Like, so that was more my thing where it's like, it was just a bit heavy handed where they're like, look, he's not vengeance anymore. He's a hero for the people and or whatever, I thought it was a little cheesy and, and the mechanics of it just didn't work. Where it's just like, you really scared of Batman? Like, that's the thing I didn't get. Like, Batman wasn't just willy-nilly beating up people. Like, even the beginning scene where the dude was like, don't hurt me. And it's like, nigga, he just saved you from this gang of jokers. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Like, why do you I, think he would beat you up? I give him a pass on that because it's like, you don't know if this dude is really to help you, or if it's just a crazy dude and a and a dressed up like a bat who's just looking for people to 
attack. Like, like a, you know what I mean? Like, this is like uh, he beat the crap out of him. Who, what's to say he, he'll turn on me? So I give him a pass on that. I guess from the mechanic standpoint, I feel like like the Catwoman save. I have I didn't have as much of an issue with that save as say the Catwoman save in the Dark Knight Rises, where it was like. Catwoman had to save Batman in that one where it was kind of like she shot uh, Bane and was like, oh, like yeah, you killed Bane. Like, because it was very Iron Man 3 to me. Like, it was very similar, like, where Pepper Potts saved Iron Man. And I just, like, that was, like, she just helped him out more so because he still had to save her from the dude. And that's when he took the adrenaline and, and uh, you know, yeah, the shotgun blast. Because my thing was, like, well, he took a shotgun blast, like, that's minor compared to getting a bomb blown up in your face. Like, <laughs> but I don't know. I, overall, I I love that scene because I liked his movement. I liked his fighting. Like a lot of Batman's, you don't see that kind of movement and swift. Like even like in the Dark Knight, where he had changed his suit to where he could move his head around and stuff. And the last scene where he was, you know, fighting Joker's goons and trying to save hostages at the same time it wasn't as cool to me as that scene was rick sorry sorry i was responding say say that again you said i, I was saying like what was well, you talking, talking about the end scene you're talking about the end scene like well yeah i I, I was cool with the I was cool with the end scene. I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't have any I didn't have any hate for it. Um, you were but you were comparing it to something though. What were you comparing it to? I was comparing it to the the scene in the Dark Knight where Batman, oh where Catwoman saved him. Well, I was it was two scenes. It was like yeah, the Dark Knight Rises where Catwoman saved him. I didn't think it was like that was a poor. Yeah, no, I was okay with how she saved them in this one. It was not Dark Knight Rises because it was just, oh, oh. Anyway, but what was the other one then? The other one was when he was uh, fighting the Joker. You know, the Joker was, uh, he had hostages. Yeah. Like taped guns to their hands to make it look like they yeah. were the Joker's men and the, the SWAT people was going to shoot them. And then Batman had to fight yeah. the SWAT people and reveal it. so real. stupid. Like that that scene wasn't as cool to me as this scene. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, hundred percent. Because it was like, come on, this it, it was a stretch. Like, so the Dark Knight rises, goes downhill after the people don't blow up the two boats, and then it's like now it's supposedly like, oh, he's got to get the Joker and he's got to get two, uh, you know, Two Face or whatever, but um. No, I, I was okay with the scene. I enjoyed it. I liked how he had the henchman because it, like, you know, it kind of reminded me of the cartoon, and that was the thing I was saying to Billy before. Because mm -hmm. you know, in a cartoon, whenever you fight the henchman, one they all look alike. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, yeah, oh, now it makes sense why they're all dressed the same or something like that. Um, but then it's fighting style, I like the fighting style. And uh, I mean, yeah, he got hit with the shotgun, but we had already established that it's completely ridiculous um <laughs> because he got shot with machine guns and nobody wanted to aim for his face or anything so um <laughs> i don't know i was okay with it uh and i, I didn't yeah, i didn't so hate I guess, like that that was a, a little bit of what confused me like he he's just walking through fully automatic fire and stuff and, and like it's nothing 
but a shotgun blast like takes him out. I guess it's like it was the sudden yeah. impact because I guess like the explosion knocked him unconscious. So the force of the shotgun would be like if like you know I've never been shot or anything, but people would be like mm-hmm. even if you get hit with a um like if you get hit in a bulletproof vest, it's like being hit with a baseball bat, like super hard. Like so you go feel that that force or whatever. Yeah. So, but uh, was there anything else that you guys wanted to touch on? I feel like we've we've covered everything, and and uh, but it sounds like we all greatly enjoyed it and are looking forward to the future. But is yeah. there anything else you guys want to cover or talk about that we didn't get to uh, mention or cover? Nah, I I think we covered it pretty well the only thing that i'll add is um i agree i don't think i said this but i'm i guess i'm glad they didn't put that joker scene in there mm-hmm. um yeah. just because it just would have added more time and it was mm-hmm. it wasn't necessary or anything it probably would have just made me more mad like what the f why the f you look like that you know what i'm saying so yeah. Yeah, i think I it made that end scene better too so yeah i agree i agree and i think they could work on his look because to me they need to come with a better look yeah, I think they can make some tweaks to it between now and when they do it. And, you know, you don't have to drastically change him from what you originally did, but it's like, because they never really showed him, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, mm-hmm. you can't do that, what's in that deleted scene. That's too much. It's too mm-hmm. over the top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. But, oh, all so right, Jeff. would you guys say, ranking all the Batmans, would you say this is the best Batman movie? I need to watch it again. I've been watching the, the Dark Knight, uh, and, but I, I need to see the Batman one more time because uh, I feel like I love the Joker's performance in the Dark Knight so much that I don't think I can uh, put the Batman. I think right now where I stand that they're they're both like one A one B or whatever. Nah. Um, I hear what you're saying, but Heath Ledger carried that movie. He took the movie, he put it on his back, and he he said, just, I'm going to take care of it. Kind of like, and I hate to say this, but it's like, and I don't know if you guys watched it, but the North Carolina UCLA game, and I don't even remember the dude's name. His name was Love, and I think he dropped like 28 points in the second half. And was like, once I saw him going off, I was like, look, we we just got to, we got to hit him with a car or something, because he's He's just taking over the game. That's basically what Heath Ledger did in The Dark Knight, was completely mm-hmm. took over the game. And But this one, everyone's performance was great. Everyone pulled their weight. If you watch it again, you're going to be like, yo, I wish Christian Bell would shut the F up. I just <laughs> don't want to hear him talk. But you do, when I was watching it, and I was like, you know, Gary Oldman was a pretty good uh, Commissioner Gordon. He was, but yeah. he's no Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright, Jeffrey Wright, destroyed him and I think it's because the Dark Knight Rises Gary Oldman I take points away from him just because something just didn't quite there was something that wasn't right in the Dark Knight Rises so he got points taken away but Jeffrey Wright was phenomenal yeah I do think Jeffrey Wright was was really good I, I mean I agree I think um I think Gary Oldman was was solid too I 
I feel like it was it was more <laughs> than what you're saying, Rick. But yeah, no, I I just for me the best Batman movie by far. This was it was the Batman because I I like. I enjoyed the Dark Knight, and I still think the Dark Knight was great. But yeah, for me, it's the Batman, the Dark Knight. Um, you know, I saw somebody like it was. It was. I, I think it was some British publication was putting out the. Um, they were putting out their rankings of Batman, all the Batman movies, and hit that list was ridiculous to me because they had like the Batman way down the list, and they had like. They had the freaking um, I think they had like Batman over it. And, oh, that's crazy! That's yeah. absolute cocaine. That, it, that was, it was it was a ridiculous. Is I wish I could go back and see it because it had like the Dark Knight Rises was its number one, and I was like, what? oh my god! I was like, that's just, I was like, that's just pure madness. But going back and watching the Dark Knight Rises again, it's like, yo, this movie, this movie is horrible. I I can't do it. I just can't do it. It was bad. Yeah. All right, you guys. I appreciate your time. This was a yeah. good right. session. Um, I'm excited. If, speaking of the Final Four, Coach K about to take care of business. Yeah, I hope y'all win it. Uh, I hope y'all yeah. win it. You know, yeah. let them ride off in the sunset. That's going to do it for the Zero to 100 podcast. And yes, uh, in fact, it was recorded before the Final Four. Sadly, my boys do. Coach K didn't take care of business. Like, they didn't. Ah, man. You know, I don't even want to get into that. Because I watched that game. It was so fired up. I was so excited. And unfortunately, North Carolina failed. But at least I was happy to see that North Carolina blew the biggest um, point lead in championship history so that you know but that's small consolation to the fact that duke didn't get to make it I, in fact because it's so funny i didn't even want duke to, I, I didn't care if duke won the championship like of course i would have wanted them to win um but i i really wanted coach k to go out beating north carolina to at least not have his last game be at the hands of north carolina that made me sick to my stomach so but anyway, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Yes, the Batman for me is easily the best live-action Batman movie, period. Like, I absolutely, positively loved it. It ranks at the very top for me. Uh, I am looking forward to when it comes out on um, HBO because I will watch it again. Uh, and so I'm, I'm excited for my dad actually to get to see it as well because he said there was no way he was going to be able to sit through three hours in the theater. But it was, it, it, like, as I said during the review, like, that three hours flew by for me. And, um, I mean, I, you know, the second time, I, I'm, I'll i admit, I felt it. And they definitely could have shaved a good 30 minutes off of it. But, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes because it was so, so good. It's, it's going to be hard to me for them to top that. Like, that was, it was a really good movie, so... Uh, let me know what you thought of the uh, the Batman. Like that that score, that score was hitting. That that Batman, like the music, the cinematography, it was it was top notch. And the detective story. The, first off, I flat out love mysteries. Period. Like I love mysteries. I love watching them. I love trying to figure it out as I'm watching it. I, it's just mysteries are awesome. I wish people made more of them. Um, 
and it, it was just highly, highly entertaining. Loved it. Um, and, and you know, just it's funny because like I just recently watched um, Murder on. The, speaking of mysteries, I just recently watched Murder. Or no, Death on the Nile. That's what it was called. Death on the Nile, the new um, Hercule Poirot movie directed by Kenneth Branagh, where Kenneth Branagh plays Hercule Poirot. And I, it's funny because I remember seeing a ton of the Hercule Poirot movies, especially the ones uh, played by David Suchet. And so it's like I remember watching Death on the Nile, but I could not remember. At the time, like when I went and saw this or uh, or HBO, I couldn't remember who the killer was or how it was. But then it was like I figured it out rather quickly, um, and then I was like, "Oh yeah!" And then it kind of came back to me. But it was a good movie. It was highly entertaining, especially um, like I remember watching the Murder on the Orient Express, and that one I totally remember every detail of it, and I liked how he did that, how he directed that uh, film, and it's like even though I already knew what the outcome was, he made it very entertaining. So, like, his presentation of it, so that's why I was looking forward to it. And it was good. Um, and, I, you know, just speaking of spitballers, talking about recent movies, man, let me tell you a movie I was incredibly disappointed with. Like, that was the polar opposite of the Batman, is uh, No Time to Die. The, the James Bond, which was Daniel Craig's last James Bond movie. Oh my goodness. First off, I flat out hated it. I absolutely hated it. I don't know if it was because I was super excited to see it and I was like, because I hadn't seen it in a long time. Like, I hadn't seen it at all and I, you know, didn't get to go to the movies to see it when I wanted to. I am so grateful I didn't go to the movies to see it because if I went to the movies and saw it, I would have been upset. I would have been very, very upset. I would have been <laughs> really mad. It was bad enough, like, because I rented it, and I felt mad that I wasted my money on renting it. Um, so if I had actually went to the theaters and saw this movie, oh, my goodness, my head probably would have exploded because I hated the movie so much. It was just, it was really boring. The story itself made zero sense to me. It was really stupid. It was just a flat-out bad movie, in my opinion. Like, Daniel Craig's James Bond, like, everybody praised it because it it takes James Bond away from the cartoony and it made it definitely more, like, serious. But it also tried to tell, like, a cohesive story where it wasn't just standalone films like the other James Bond movies. And I thought that concept of it is very cool, like, very similar to, like, how the Bourne, um identity saga where it's like you had this connective tissue like those types of stories are good and to me it should work for a character like james bond like that makes sense and so i give them credit for making this story to try to have this connective tissue and this overarching or this you know arc that they did but oh my goodness was i disappointed with this movie and it's like I'm not gonna spoil it. If well, you probably already seen it, but it, the ending just kicked me in the stomach. That took my anger level to like oh, it was just oh, I hated it. I absolutely hated it. It was so infuri It was infuriating. It was easy, and it was like but even leading up to it, like the ending wasn't the only thing that made it bad. Cause I just remember all while I was watching it, I felt like very underwhelmed. And felt disappointed watching it. Like, this is disappointing. This is very disappointing to me. And I don't... Like, I just... It's not that good. I was like... Because I've heard people rave about it. I'm like... 
why are people raving about this movie? This movie's not very good. And then it's just, oh man, it, it fell flat for me. Hated it. And at the end of it, I absolutely hated it. It was angry that I wasted my money right now. But anyway, uh, <laughs> that was my thoughts. So you got two reviews here. You got, well, actually you got three. You got a review of Death on the Nile, which was really good. You got uh, the review earlier of the Batman. You got a small review of No Time to Die, which if I was giving it a grade would be an F. If there was a lower grade, I would give it that. So, um, just be on the lookout for the next episode of Zero to 100 Podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, let me know what you thought of the Batman. You can join the conversation. Email 0 to 100 pod at gmail.com. That's the number 0 T O, uh, the number 100 P O D at gmail.com. And make sure you follow me on Twitter at WCW Poet. This has been the Zero to 100 Podcast, The Batman. We out!